Welcome back to episode 5 of The Bow Breaks. This is part 2. So if you had been listening to part 1, we left you hanging. Yeah, we did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, welcome to Conversations with Nikki. And um, this is a platform where we are sharing our journey of restoration and marriage. I am in studio with my husband, my very handsome husband that I almost lost, but God brought him back home. And yeah, Tom, say hi. Yo, what's up? Good. Anyway, so you are now, we left it where. Oh, I was going to say previously on Pre- Conversations with Nikki. Previously on Conversations <laughs> with Nikki. No, man, go catch it up. Go listen to that episode. Anyway, so I think we're now left at the part where I had taken your pain and I threw it back at your face. We my were still. I took your vulnerability. vulnerability. And it's quite. Um, cool. It's quite cool. It's yeah, not even, I can't say refreshing. It's healing mm. hearing that from you because I don't think you had, you had um, articulated it um, like that before. You might have spoken about it, but the way you articulated it um, on the previous episode, yeah, it made my, my blood. Rush. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I got. I felt like a little kid again. Yeah, so don't say made your blood rush. (laughs) Clean your brain. Sure, Sure. clean your brain. Sure. Anyway. (sighs) Yeah, so. Yeah, so you're saying like this. This thing where. Now we're fighting, and uh, my wife was was giving me lip, bruh, and I was being stubborn. I wasn't listening as well. I just it was just a back and forth, back and forth. Like you want to fight, it's fine. Yeah, I'll stay being a good man and provide. You are still staying in an estate and all that stuff. So that's that was my stupidity and my dumbness in that in that time of our life as well because mm, we had not we were not dealing with problems what we would do is we'll take it put it under the carpet mm. if it was if it was an ouchie it would be like okay i don't have time to confront that right now put it under the carpet and what that tends to do is it tends to build up bitterness because mm. if you don't address situations if you don't address something what it does is it it slowly starts like it builds how can i say it roots itself in your heart mm. as a root of bitterness it starts entangling mm. itself into your spirit into your soul into your very being because you're not dealing with it it's like a what that's that um plant that they like to cut because it kills other plants oh, like a parasite not a parasite but you know the, like the weed. weed yeah so it's like a weed when you don't deal with problems they become a weed in your whole being you may think that nah yeah, i'm not affecting it i'm not it's not i'm not i'm not addressing it right now but in your heart you're creating all these little weeds that are suffocating your inner being so but then now like with this whole thing so now i'm just gonna say like hmm. i've faced up i've confessed faced up um i got egg in my face i threw egg in my wife's face we did counseling um, we tried to apply the counseling, but it wasn't really working and all that stuff. Bruh, I like, like almost a year, I think, went by, if not two. We still had the same issue. Mm-hmm. Right? I kept referring like, back to it. Like what? So I- so every anyway. time I'd be angry at times, my default would be like, yeah, but you cheated on me. Yeah, you cheated on me. And that was uh, that was my default of not dealing with the situation, not dealing with my pain, not dealing with Tubbs himself, and just being yeah. But when I oh you wanna come here at me with this, don't forget you cheated on me, and that's not forgiveness because I keep reminding him of the very thing that he actually came to apologize for. Mm. And nothing was happening. Mm. Like. Like, we're not moving on. We weren't. And I think trust was broken. So there was also 
I was not giving room for trust to be built because I was still stuck up in my own hurt and pain that probably if Tubbs tried to make shame, he did try and make advances to try and rebuild trust. I would shut shut you down. I would would be like... Do you remember we... I took you for that year. I took you to Kruger National Park. Yes, but uh, that's what I'm saying. For seven days. Like holiday. he was, he was, he was shame. My husband was so repentative, if that's a word. He was, he was being, he was trying to reach out to me, but I then went up and built a wall. And I'm, um, can I bring in a generational spirit mm. into this whole thing? Mm. Um, so I come from where I come from. Um, there was infidelity. There was abuse. There was bitterness. There was um, a lot of hectic things that happened between my mom and dad. Amazing people. Very amazing people. Um, so what happened? What had transpired in my mom and dad's marriage? Right. The trust. Having seen my mom go through pain of what my dad would have, you know, broken the trust. I felt that was now happening to me, and that very same spirit of distrust that very same spirit of bitterness started making its way through the back door into my life because now it had it it felt it had a visa access because nikki's busy um playing in the territories of "Ah, don't trust tubs ah i'm angry at tubs so hey it was like eh here's a visa access this girl's given us a visa access let's enter through the back door so I started building up a wall around my heart to not feel because my mom was a person who knew how to shun away pain. And I, I, I admired that. And that's not a good thing to admire. And I think a lot of us in culture admire strong black women. But guys, a strong black woman would have gone through so much pain. And it's, it's it hurts. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Don't get me wrong. And... You were going through pain because also at work things yes. were not going well. So yeah. I was portraying this, I'm not going to feel. I'm not going to feel. I'm going to keep moving on. And now this little um, generational cursed spirit that came from my parents' generation made its way through to the back door and started mm. manifesting itself because it had visa access. Mm. So I and didn't then, see your, yeah. I didn't see Tab's good actions. No, I didn't. Shame. Yeah, and then on on my side, while that's happening, and because you were sharing from your journey mm, in that very mm. heat of the moment, mm. where you were just bringing bitterness and and stuff and stuff and stuff. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, on my side, in that period where we we're not linking up or clicking and all that stuff, I defaulted to could say a generational curse but on my side it's a mix of things right because um the way we grew up my dad is a pastor right and my dad has never touched alcohol or even touched a cigarette he made a decision at eight years old and when he gave his life to the lord that this stuff is not going to happen because he saw what it did to his father mm. my grandfather that i never met mm. my grandfather apparently was the life of the party in the in the hood back then mm, right well, ah love who told you that Your dad. you must delete that stuff <laughs> he didn't say that he did. Ah, okay anyway yeah he had many wives apparently oh, and all that stuff <laughs> that's a lady yeah so i could say in that period man I don't know before those who know me growing up, I me I didn't grow up dating eh? like I even lost my virginity at twenty one. Right, um like I I had my first girlfriend at eighteen. That's the type of person I was. Right, um and for some reason like yeah bro, like hey Joe, like life just started becoming easy, like getting ladies and stuff. But then I fell into this whole party life, like going out and stuff. And I'd come home late at times. 
It wouldn't happen that much at Brooklyn's though. But it would happen. <laughs> it would happen. But it would, we can't. We were not feeling it a lot because I traveled a lot. Mm. But, um, but I'd party a lot and everything. And but I was behaving. It was mainly like just going out, being with the boys, drinking, smoking, drinking, smoking, drinking, smoking, and all that stuff. So why right. would you call that behaving? Too, no, too. In, in the sense of infidelity oh, and yeah. stuff, right? And then. But you were dabbling with. The, yeah, there's a whole dabbling and all that stuff. No, yeah. No, but like what I say is, you, you, you awoke. Or you gave access to that generational curse that skipped your dad. Yeah, because my dad said, my dad said, Tubbs, do not awaken the spirit. I'll never forget that conversation. He told it to myself and my and my younger brother. It's like, please do not awaken the spirit. Yeah. And, and I think one thing people need to understand is a demonic spirit, when it's cast out from somebody, when it comes back, it doesn't come back alone. Mm. It'll come back with legions. So it was cast out with my side and Tab's side a long time ago with our generations. And then with Tab's dad to say, do not awaken that spirit. Remember, it skipped a generation. So now it was coming in like, oh, oh. but anyway. Yeah, so now I created an opening. Now it's easy access now. Like I have a life that my wife doesn't know about or she's not a part of. So when I'm going out, when I'm out with my friends and stuff with my boys, she's not a part of that life. So it's easy to hide, right? And a lot of things started happening. And at home, we were fighting. And she was planning a trip to Thailand with her friends, right? And oh my word, at that time. So now Nikki's traveling now. It's March or so to Thailand with her friends, with her high school friends. For like a high school reunion thing, yeah. Mm-mm. Right. Um. In that space, Tabs is excited, it's like, "Ah, oh, freedom! Nikki's going." Right. Ah. Nikki invites her mom to come while she is gone. I was like, "Ah, this girl's trying to trap me." That's what was going on in my head. Yeah. That was not even the case. <laughs> Anyway, so because now remember we haven't even spoken about anything and all that stuff. Um, oh yeah, and remember you were hiding pain. You started developing your thyroid started misbehaving as well. Yeah, because before you went, um, I was, I was, I was, I was bitter. I was bitter because, like I said, I hadn't dealt with the infidelity in, in infidelity emotionally, the cheating emotionally. I hadn't dealt with it. I hadn't this is now how many months later? Yes, that's how I was saying. So it, it, that's how I said when you don't confront things, they become like weeds in your life. But then what it also does, it also manifests physically. And now because I was not talking to my mm. husband, I was just, I'm a person who, I don't, if I don't talk, I'll harbor it inside. I won't even tell my family, nothing, it stays with me. It started manifesting physically through my thyroid because I was also facing stress at work. There was a racism. It was, um, yeah, institutional racism and it, yeah, yeah. So institutional racism. That's a demonic force on its own. So I'm fighting that spirit. There are these spirits that are now sitting in my marriage that I'm not yet aware of, but they are there. They're sitting and they're busy manifesting in the, my marriage. But because I'm disconnected from God, these things are now physically getting me weak spiritually i'm weak because i'm not doing my prayer time i'm not connecting to god anymore nothing yeah we got so disconnected to a point where we even left the covering that we're under at the church that we've gone to pastor edgar Mm. Ah, for some reason we both picked up an offense that didn't even make sense Mm. when we look back now it doesn't even make sense Yes, yes so we're so far away from from God at that time, but still attending a church. Yeah? Mm-hmm. But Nikki travels. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a Miss Independent and I'll leave this man alone and go. I need space. I need my space. Yeah, I think all that, like, I messed up. I know I messed up and stuff. But there's a lot of unforgiveness between, the, between myself and you because. 
I had not forgiven you for lying and all that stuff. Right, so I was bitter as well. Mm. I had grown very bitter. Ah, so it happens like this. Yeah. She is traveling out on Sunday. Hey. Yeah, yeah, it was Sunday. Um, on Thursday night, Thursday before that Sunday, I go out with my brother. Oh, how? Wait, before you even get there, love, you should say how the car, you lost the car. Huh? It was then, because then that... Oh, that's way. We've already passed that. Because oh. we had left the church. church and yes. then the car, like I lost the car. Things are starting to go downhill. Yes, the moment you leave the covering, when you leave God and you disconnect yourself from your source, mm. things will start crumbling. Mm, but I don't want to... It's not no, about no, that. It's, not about it's that, more yeah. about uh, my bad decision-making mm. at this mm. point and your, hmm? your good decision-making. With what? Yeah. In, in the bow-breaking. Like, we're both responsible, eh? Yeah, no, we were. But I was more responsible. In terms of? The bow breaking. Like you saying you're carrying the more weight of... I feel in a marriage, if the weight is breaking, it's on both of us. It's mm. not... Even if I brought, I brought in a tornado, I can never say it was an I thing. That's what got Adam and Eve in trouble. Mm. It was meant to be we have mm. messed up. Mm. But they started blaming. So you didn't carry the load more. Okay, now just... I know that's just adding flavor to the podcast. Wow. <laughs> right. Um, so anyway, so it happens Thursday night. Yeah. My wife is traveling out on Sunday. This is not planned. I swear, guys. I just wanted to go have a drink. One drink with my brother. And then we meet people. How? And then my wife leaves on Sunday. And the specific human being contacts me. Oh, I was telling my boys actually um, the night before she left, and this specific human being contacts me, saying, "Hey, where are you at?" I'm like, "No, I'm chilling at this at this place here." And he's like, "Oh, that's around the corner from me. I'm coming through." I'm like, how? Okay. Person comes through, chilling with the boys and myself. Ah, nothing happens. My wife leaves. How? Okay. She's gone now. Um, obviously, she's having a good time in Thailand. We'll talk every day. There's like a few hours, eight hour difference or something. Mm. Um, oh, so convenient. Start talking to this other person now that I just met. And then I messed up. Yeah. I messed it up over there. Right. And that blue, that I think made our. Um, our bow hang on its last like thread of wood of mm. bark right because I intentionally went into um how can I say I don't even know how to call it a relationship an entanglement <laughs> I don't want to say entanglement but you know what I mean like into a cheating situation right and taking advantage of the fact that um my wife is not around for 10 days, right? But the mom was there. But the mom was seeing my behavior was offish, right? And I was blinded. I was like, what? Like, I was completely blinded because I wasn't spending time at home a lot, um, forgetting that Nikki's mom is there and all this stuff. Blinded, 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 blinded. And I messed up. Like, I freaking messed up as a man over there and I knew I had messed up and my wife comes back so I was like oh, okay this life must stop now again no yeah. but I came back for a day on to Thursday fly out to Cape Town for the Hillsong conference oh god damn mm. you and funny enough ah. when I came back to fly out to go to the Hillsong conference I went to the good friend of mine to the Hillsong conference and I kept telling her I don't know what's wrong but my heart is so sore but I don't know why it's sore and I remember I cried for her in the hotel room but I didn't know why I'm crying 
but my heart was so sore and i think that conference that sisterhood conference yo it was beautiful like i i got to meet amazing people i even heard this um one lady's testimony and her testimony for some reason broke me because as she spoke i just started crying she was a married woman her husband cheated and everything and i'm like it's as if i could relate to her story but in that moment i didn't know why i was like I, but I'm, I, i'm over tubs thingy with the other honey why am i still hurting i didn't understand it i didn't know but my heart was not settled mm. yeah love it was it was horrible of me yeah um so i forgot you traveled again and then you came back from cape mm. town right and then how oh. So, human being knew like, hey, this guy is married, what, what, what. And then she starts acting up saying, hey, dude, I want you here right now. On the day my wife came back, how? You think I'm a guy who thinks straight, ne? No, and, Jolo will never make you think straight. Yeah, and like, no, I need you for this and this and this. Ah, does Tubbs not like, oh, but it's nothing, it'll just be a few minutes. I went there, it was like four hours, I come back, my wife is mad, right, um, we get into a fight, Nikki's mom is still around, and all no, stuff, no. this know. was not when I came back from Cape Town, you disappeared when you came back from Netherlands, when you had traveled, oh, oh yeah, because I then traveled, yes, so when I came you back are... from Cape Town, Tavs then traveled, so we never really even sat down in between, so you went to Thailand, times. And then, then Cape, Cape Town, Town, then you came, came back, back and then, then I went to Netherlands, to Copenhagen. Because I flew back Sunday, Monday, you were flying out. Yo, heavy, bruh. And then when I came back. And very enti- so when Tubbs was in Netherlands there, my mom was like, eh, bruh, this nigga didn't sleep home. I'm mm. like, what do you mean? So she's like, I, she saw that I had no idea. She's like, no, he says he slept at his friend's house. But he came back clean. And I'm like, he came back what? Clean. So I didn't even want to entertain it with my mom, but I kind of put two and two together. So I was like, none of Tab's friends stay alone at that moment. So he would not have slept at any of his friends' house. So I'm like, right. So my investigative self started coming out because I was like, something is not adding up. Mm. But anyway. Anyway, so... Remember when we have little time now. So, yeah. Anyway, I went to Netherlands, came back. Um, a person wanted to see me, didn't want to. And that's when I went, disappeared. And then, and then, um, and then yeah, the investigator stuff. So, anyway, so that's Saturday. Because uh, we have both, we had both been traveling quite a lot. I promised my wife to go out for a movie for dinner and then a movie oh <laughs> and the way it happens right so we're supposed to meet up at like at like five or so yeah? mm-hmm. where i was i lost the car keys yeah? and i couldn't find the car keys well one of my friends left with the car keys say where you were because you left <laughs> Say yeah. you're going to a business. Yes, I was at this person's place. I was in a juke juke so life. So you literally had a whole life with this person, like mm. a relationship. Mm. And then, um, and then, and then, at that time, one of my friends drove away with the car keys. So now I'm stuck, right? And I can't tell my wife, "Hey, this is what's happening." And then I, I got late, came back. I don't really want to go into the details of the of the fighting and everything and all that stuff, but that's when I think in our relationship the bow broke, ne? But yes. it left hanging. So now this branch is it's broken, but hanging. Not mm. it's not on the floor yet, mm. right? But then now this way I want to come like with, and I do not blame Satan. I blame my own decision making. Mm. But the the decisions. The way you make a decision as a person in this life is always influenced by something. It's always influenced by thoughts. 
those thoughts are influenced by your surroundings and what you spend time mm. listening to, talking about, and the people you hang around with, your environment, right? That's why in Psalms 1, um, where's, where's my phone? Ah, it's over there. In Psalms 1, there's that part of the Bible where um, I just want to read it quickly, very quickly, because yeah? this does not lie. I didn't think I was going to quote a scripture. And why not? You always got to go back to the Word of God. <laughs> the Word of God speaks truth. The Word of God is truth. It's mm. living. So, I want to read it in the message version. Right? Psalms 1 says, How well God must like you if you don't hang out at Sin Saloon. You don't slink along Dead End Road. You don't go to Smart Mouth College. Instead, you thrill to God's Word. You chew on Scripture day and night. In the Amplified, it says, Blessed and fortunate, prosperous and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit down to rest in the seat of scoffers and ridiculous. Right? That one and two, that portion of Psalm 1, says blessed are those who do not dwell in the counsel of the wicked, of sinners, right? Who do not walk with sinners, etc., 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 etc. You can reverse this verse right and this verse obviously it means if you are walking in this council you're not going to be blessed right um you are not going to be favored anymore and i started seeing that in my life as well right and i remember earlier we spoke about the generational curse that the spirit that i had just awoken right Mm -hmm. My parents also got divorced, right? When the way the divorce happened, there was a lot of unforgiveness. There's a there was an unresolved. There was a my parents could not resolve their issues to a point where, unfortunately, they got divorced, mm. right? Um, but I know specifically, there's. I don't want to say too much because, yeah, there was generational stuff that came from there and there were decisions that I know my dad took that he today would wish he had never taken right and I found myself in that same similar space you understand now Nikki's mad proper mad right packs my clothes takes it back to my mom like I'm done with this guy I disappear for the weekend you know? I the way I disappear, I don't even disappear to go to go hang around with this person. I go straight to the streets, right? Party, 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 trying to run away from the issue and not addressing the issue. Sunday night, eventually we come back and then, yeah, we try to resolve the issue. That night was very tough. Like, but that night, I think between my wife and I, we had to make a decision and quiet down the noise and face each other and say, okay, cool. No matter how tough this is, we are standing together and we're going, right? And we went. It was tough. Mm-hmm. I know from it your side. Very tough. And it was tough from my side as well because mm-hmm. we're angry. But for some reason, I don't know how, Nikki and I were able to talk. And there was a little bit of... Um, unitedness if that makes sense that was left there was still a little string tying us together Mm. right and we're like okay we're gonna give it a chance Mm. right we did the counseling again do you want to say something um i think for me it was i think god was still very much alive because you know we run away from god god never leaves us Mm. and i think in that situation god didn't want because it was never his heart for separation to happen Mm. but obviously the situation that Tubbs found himself it had really 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 broken me Mm. it had really really hurt me and Mm. when I at that time when I'm angry I act out in my anger and I send him home I send him back to his mom's I'm like go out get away move Mm. and obviously that's me letting letting him leave his safe haven 
even though he sinned, he did sin. Yes, it was wrong. He sinned against my our marriage. Sinned against me. But in that moment, I should have not let him go because that was now an even wider opening. But obviously, when we reconciled, it was where God was. God was, like was still at work. Less than two days after. Mm, yeah. It was less than two days after. Um, where I think there was that hope, that glimpse of hope, because I think our parents actually set us down, yes, and they were exactly. like, "Y'all, so." Tab's mom, um, Tab's stepmom, dad, actually the whole family, because Tab's mom was there, Tab's stepmom was there, Tab's dad was there, my mom was there, and I think I thank them in that aspect where they sat us down and they reminded us, like guys, mm. you need to understand that there's a bigger picture to all of this, you know. And I'm not condoning cheating. I'm not saying, yeah, guys, it's fine for your husband to cheat. It's wrong. It's wrong on many levels because it breaks a lot of hearts. But anyway, yeah. You can go on. <laughs> okay. Um, you sure on that? Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. So, but then, so we moved on. We went for counseling. <laughs> but I had not forgiven. Yeah, but I, I want to talk about the counseling as well. Yeah. Because this, for me, is quite important. Yes. Right? Um, hey, guys. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it is it's important, guys, to do counseling as a no. That's just something falling off the counter. <laughs> Nikki's not throwing things in the wall. Wow, no, 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 no. <laughs> right. Um. Sometimes, right? Counseling is good. Can I just say it? No. Mm-hmm. Counseling is good, and this is something that we experienced. Um my wife and I, Nikki and I, right, that we did counseling, right, we were consistently going through and doing the counseling and stuff and trying to do the exercises and everything, but we we're not getting to a place where we were bro- broken, mm. I could say. Mm. Mm. I personally, actually, I'm going to say it like this, I had messed up, right, I hadn't completely owned up to my mess up right come to my wife and properly ask for forgiveness have the remorse and repent as well right however this mess had happened infidelity had happened in our marriage and we were trying to put a bandage on it with counseling right and counseling yes it's good but it comes after the repentance and the rebuke. As a man, I have to get rebuked. You you have to face the mess that you've made. Like if with our son, if our son messes up or is naughty, he gets disciplined and then he understands the mistake he made, he gets rebuked and then he comes back, says he's sorry and then we move on, right? But in our marriage, I felt in that period, um, we're doing counseling, but it was not healing us. To a point where there was a time where we had a big fight during the period where we were going through counseling. And can I just say, the person who was counseling us like, guys, if you guys are not ready to, if you don't want to fix things and you just want to break up, you can break up. I'll walk through, I'll walk you guys through it. Like, what? Right? And I was like, that actually i actually thank thank the counselor for for doing that because it got us to a point where we like um because i remember i called my wife up to that uh, did you speak to the to our counselor <laughs> and then she's like yes it's like um if you want to break up we must break up he'll talk us through it but immediately we we're like there is no ways and I was like, I am going to call the pastor we walked away from. <laughs> and then I was like, we going straight there. And then I called him. And he's like, guys, after work, come here right now. Right. Mm. And then straight after that, that same day where we had that fight, we go to see the pastor and he prayed for us. 
it wasn't just a prayer. I got proper rebuked. Mm. Yeah, I got proper told. I felt like I was sitting in my father's office, and my father was telling me off right in front of my wife, telling me this and this and this and this. And we had dinner, mm. and he prayed for us. But from that day, things started. The bow started healing a bit. Yeah. Do you want to add anything before we move? Mm-mm. It started healing a bit. Mm. But once again, um, we had moved away from, I want to just say, our covering. Like, yeah. We're not in the right place, I felt. Um, and even though there was a, a bit of hope that was given to us, right? Um, I'm going to just say the environment that we were in allowed those behaviors to still carry on, right? I was angry. I was bitter. I was very angry and bitter. You were angry and bitter as well, Mm -hmm. right? And then Nikki had to go for an op. Oh, yes. So, because, <laughs> so this up was obviously now a result of stress. So, the doctor was like, um, Yeah, this is a result of stress. What's stressing you in life? So, I knew my stress points and everything. And so, he was like, You're going to die. <laughs> There's no option. Because I've never, never in my life spent a day in a hospital. So, I was like freaked out. And he was like, yeah, we're going to go and operate. So, obviously, it was now manifesting in the physical. And I went, I underwent, yeah, I went for the operation. Uh And I think God in that moment broke me, broke my walls down. Because remember, I had now got into this whole, I'm independent. I'm an independent woman. I can do things myself. I don't need tubs. I'm making my own money. I can pay my own trips don't need this guy he's doing his things yeah we are working on our marriage yeah we're getting there but i don't trust him because this is the second time he's done this thing second time was worse than the first time because there was an actual relationship and physical one so i was like hell no hell no don't need this nigga and everything but obviously you know we had gone to the pastor the pastor um at that time prayed for us and you know but when god starts working God will break you. And I always say that for me was God gracefully breaking me. And God likes doing this because he did it a second time round. if I think about it. Anyway, so with this up, for two weeks, I would be man down. As in, I would need someone to help me in terms of eating. I wouldn't have a voice. I didn't have a voice for a week. A week. Because it was by my thyroid. It was by my throat. So I couldn't talk. So I needed a person who would make sure. And after the op, a person who would take me to the toilet. I didn't think I would be that weak. And so bear in mind, I had this um, independent woman syndrome of, I do not need this man. My mom left because she had to go. Lana, I've got an operation. And who's the person that is going to take me to this whole thing? It's my husband. I'm like, God, you gotta be kidding. Nah, God, like, can't I bring my sister along? Anything. But funny enough, um, so there was in that pain, because we hadn't healed, you know, you don't heal from infidelity, infidelity with the click of a finger. It's a journey. In that pain, God took down my walls of strength because how I would shun tabs away would be my strength. Where I'd be like, I do not need you. So I had, my shield would be my strength. But God took my strength away. And I needed to go back to what it was at the beginning of when myself and Tubbs met. Where I leaned into him. And him leaning back into me. But God obviously broke me first because of my walls that I had built. I started building these walls from a long time ago. And those walls had to come crumbling down. I had to lean into my husband in the most, my most vulnerable, most vulnerable. Like (laughs) if you're a woman who's a (laughs) go-getter, hey, the day those things are stripped away from you, you would feel naked because I had to lean in and my husband leaned right back in. He was, 
Yeah, tubs showed up. Mm-hmm. I remember I even have this picture to this day in my phone where I'd woken up and he was there sitting, sleeping. And I was like, oh, baby, you can go home. You don't have to spend the night at the hospital with me. You can go. But in that moment, I saw, I saw my husband as my hero. Prior to that, remember, I'd taken Tubbs out of my hero and I had seen him as a villain in my, in my fairy tale, if we were to go fairy tale story. He became the villain in my story. But God took away that villain mentality to show me that he is your strength. Mm. He is your strength and I am here. And for me, it was God's way of saying, work through this because mm. we were both vulnerable. You know, mm. Tubbs is coming from a hurt to, you know, I feel when men cheat or when women cheat, whatever, it's also a vulnerable moment when you're now coming back to your spouse to try reconcile. You're vulnerable, you're naked, you're guilty, you're all kinds. And then I was coming now being hurt and everything. So we both leaned into each other, I think, in that moment. Hey. Yeah, we did, eh? Um, and then the recovery went well, thank God. And and then God blessed us. We are able to fly out to Bali mm. to celebrate your birthday and mm. our wedding anniversary. Yeah, like my husband was like, I'm going to spoil you. And yeah, now we were slowly but surely getting back. We're like, okay. We're, we're on this journey. But one thing I think I've learned is, guys, when you deal with issues, always know there's a spiritual thing you need to uproot. Mm. Don't deal with things just here because we are spirit beings. Mm. So there are things you need to declare in the spirit realm as well. Mm. Yeah. So Bali was awesome, eh? I actually legit enjoyed flying out mm. with you. But although you a weird traveler, you sleep. No, you're the one who sleeps. Oh no, you don't sleep. <laughs> yes. Like she stays, she watched like eight movies. Mm. Like there's time for sleeping, right? Like, you know how tiring planes are. But anyway, we traveled, had a good time. We even went to Hillsong Bali. Mm. I think that was magical. I really enjoyed that that moment. That moment because yeah. I cried as well over mm. there. I felt like God was taking us back to a place where we were like before getting married, mm, kind of thing. Mm. That's how I felt. Yeah? But Satan was not done with us yet. Oh no. It, <laughs> was, you know, it was like in a wrestling ring. It was like ting, 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 ting <laughs> round eight. <laughs> yes, like. <laughs> anyway, so. No, he wasn't done there. Yeah? And then on a flight back, guys. On the flight back, I get a call. No, you don't get a call. Oh, it was a Wi-Fi. Oh, because there was Wi-Fi in Emirates mm. then. Eh? So, Nikki, my phone was off. I just didn't want to contact people. And I hadn't done that whole thing of roaming and stuff, mm. right? So, my wife's phone was the one that's on because we needed to check the kids, right? Um, ah, We get a message that, hey, Tubbs, you're getting investigated. On the flight back, hey, partner. <laughs> then I was like, okay, cool. So, to cut the long story short, I eventually get suspended out of Exco and out of my company where I was working. And three days later, I resign. And now I have no work. And guys, bear in mind the stressful part that my wife went through. Remember the institutional racism stuff that she was going through that you were going through mm. love um that you had where they demoted you yes and cut your salary by more than half do you remember i remember took you to a place where you couldn't earn as much commission as you used to earn like they kept my money type mm. thing they were like no and that happened after the op after the op we got she recovered we went to bali i come back and no job he won october brah yeah no income in the house now i must push just rely we now just relying on my business no i hadn't yet left work 
Yeah. I hadn't yet left. No, work. but the but salary my was salary nothing. was peanuts, guys. Like my salary was it could not even it was not even yeah. it was stupid money. How's this? I never thought of it like so we had started off this series, ne, the bow break, with finances, ne? And the finances <laughs> the finances were the foothold that um that the lack of communication in our financial planning was a foothold that we gave to to the enemy, right? And he was able to bring in all the other cousins that, that Nikki spoke about. Now, all this mess had happened. We had gotten delivered, right? But there was that one thing still open. And the scripture, it says, when you chase, when you cast out demons, the demon goes out and comes back with seven more, right? And this is exactly how it felt for me. Like, we're like, okay, cool. Oh, we're getting there. Mm. We are eventually now building our marriage. There's no side things. We're going to be recovering from infidelity mm. and all the stuff. We're even planning to do uh, a coast holiday with a coastal holiday with the kids, kids uh, on December and all stuff. And then, swoop, money gone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Ah. <sighs> I'll never forget. I'll never forget that day. Yeah. Anyway, so now it's like, now my name is getting dragged now in the mud as well. But God came through, eh? Mm. For some reason, we survived, but it was tough. It was the toughest, right. toughest, toughest time. So now from my side, I'll tell. Mm. Got back to the default mode where I was just now hustling. And not communicating mm. and portraying that things are okay to my wife, right? And my wife is not able to talk and sit down and plan with me. And I was like, well, we would plan, would agree on things, but we wouldn't do budget planning. Mm. Do you want to add anything? Mm-mm. Not yet. Not yet. So this is where I saw like in the generational stuff from my mom and my dad's side, I saw there's always this spirit of like anti-progress that will always come through, right? And I thought I'd cast out this stupid thing and debt and all that stuff that would come through, right? And I thought I'd cast it out and it was not out. It was still there, right? And we're not talking, yeah? Uh, land, the landlords where we are, we're like, okay, guys, in March, you guys need to move out. We want to move back in. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. That moment I felt so defeated. So bear in mind in December, um, because I was genuinely like it's like I moved from one institutional spirit of racism to an even bigger institutional spirit of racism because now they were playing with my money. Mm. And I was just like, I will not work eight hours to be paid what I was getting, guys. You know what I was getting was so ridiculous. It was. It really was. And hey. She had to resign, eh? <laughs> so, December, there's no one working in the house now. No one at all. We're all pushing <laughs> business. Yeah. But God provided. Yeah, man. Yeah, so... Because Christmas was nice. Christmas was nice. Everything was nice. There's not a night um, we went without food in that house. Yeah, there was God wasn't. provided, eh? Anyway. Right. But then now our lifestyle was weird now because the business I was pushing required me to be in Cape Town every single week. Right, oh. So Sunday or Monday morning, I would fly out to Cape Town and then come back on Friday and then only be at home for one day hmm. or sometimes just two days. Right, And that happened most of October, most of November, December, halfway Two weeks we did Christmas and then January, February, right? Mm-hmm. And at that time, I'm in Cape Town. My wife is this side looking for a place, yeah? And none of us are employed, right? And then God blessed us with a place, right? And I had friends that also helped helped me with getting those funds for us to to be able to move and stuff. And God came through. He really came through. Right, but what was not happening again? There's no communication. There's no communication. Mm. Nikki didn't know how stressed I was. 
I wouldn't open up. Mm. I was trying to be superhero. Mm. No. And then and then obviously with no communication, I cower back to myself. I go to myself. I start building my wall around me and I start saying, "Okay, sharp, this person is not communicating with me. Let me be miss independent. Let me look for a job. Let me go back cuz my business at that time it wasn't actually picking up never never leave a job when your business is still a baby but anyway that's a conversation <laughs> for another day and um i think we will talk about the bow breaking totally like where, where it fell off where, where it went onto the floor yes i think we'll mention that and how it, how god the gardener came yeah, and put it back yeah so again. we'll mention that in the restoring yeah, series so anyway um hey then obviously became as independent we were not talking I was not talking to my husband we were two passing ships we were not having sex we were just two passing ships but we weren't and but sex no. No, the reason why I'm saying that in a marriage guys sex is important yes it it unites you it's not just sex you know god mm. created sex in the context of marriage it's a beautiful thing mm. very beautiful thing mm. so that's the reason why i'm saying we were not having sex it plays a key role mm. to what's about to come what to what's about to come and then in that whole thing right i'm thinking bra god came through for us man like we moved from a estate to another estate to an even better place like come on don't you see me wife don't you see me i'm yeah i'm yeah right i'm yeah look i'm sexy <laughs> oh my word lost and then god gave me a job as well mm-hmm. in that time and when i started that job and i was like i had a sigh of relief ne yeah? starting to sound like that December again. Mm. But we shall talk about it in the next episode. You want to sign out? Yes, so guys, I know you've gone through a roller coaster of how can I say a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot. But catch us in our next episode where we actually talk about how God restored us. So in the next episode, you've got to you you will hear how we separated and then how God actually brought us back together. And now we're stronger than ever and by God's grace yeah, we will God's keep grace. going you know but yeah guys thank you for listening thus far lots of love signing out the nitches